Your dream deserves to be shared with the world, and I'm here to teach you how to do it. I'm your host, Mary Diacitas, and on the Dreamers and Action Takers, we are going behind the scenes and giving you the tools and strategies that you need in order to create your dream into the reality. On Mondays, we will be going over a hype episode to give you a boost of energy that you need for the week. And on Wednesdays, you're going to be hearing from another dreamer who actually took action on that big thing that they wanted to put out into the world. I'm so excited that you're here. I'm honored that you're taking time to invest in yourself. And I cannot wait to hear the results that you get from this. Are you ready? Well, let's go. Welcome to this episode of the Dreamers and Action Takers podcast. I am pumped for you to be listening today. Um, y'all, this episode's going to be a little bit different because I'm actually not interviewing anybody on it. I am simply sharing my story with you. I'm going to be sharing how I became a six-figure entrepreneur at 22 years old, um, what I did to get there, some of my biggest mistakes, and my advice to anybody who is um, thinking, what the heck am I doing and uh, how do I continue to scale? All right. Uh, So I'm really excited to share a little bit of the behind the scenes with y'all. But before we get started, I would love to hear, like, if you are listening to this podcast right now, first of all, I just want to say thank you. It means the world to me that you are listening and that you are here, but I don't get to know like who is listening. Like I do on social media where I can see if you like or comment or engage or watch my stories. And it means the world to me every single time I hear somebody say that they have been listening to my podcast. So if you are listening, would you mind sending me a message and just be like, hey, I listen, or this is the episode that I've been listening to, or giving me some feedback on it, just so I can personally say thank you. That would mean the world to me. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way, um, I'm going to go ahead and jump into a little bit of my story and kind of how I got to where I am today. So I got started in business at 19 years old. So the summer before my sophomore year of college, I was talking to my mom and telling her how I had wanted to find a summer job. And let me just tell you, I have always been entrepreneurial minded. Okay. I was a girl scout. Um, so, you know, I was going around hustling, selling some of those girl scout cookies, I remember I forced my brother and sister to have like lemonade stands. We had a couple of different like jewelry companies or lines. My sister and I, we made like domino necklaces and we made other types of bracelets. Like I have always been a hustler to get what I wanted. And throughout high school, I was the person with like four to seven jobs at any time. I babysat for multiple different families. I was catering for a while. Um, loved that. I worked at a restaurant as a hostess and bartender. I worked as a senior photographer and then like any little odd jobs that I could have, I was always doing it. Okay. So I've always like had this like passion desire to, at first it was just to have cash, but really what it was, was to have freedom. And so I always wanted to have the freedom to do what I wanted and go where I wanted to. And I wanted to be able to have the cash to do it. All right. Because one thing that I really liked that my parents did growing up is they didn't just give us like money to be able to go do whatever we wanted. Of course, we always had all of our um, 
like necessities paid for. But if we wanted to go to Fiesta, Texas, or if we wanted to go shopping with our friends, or literally if we wanted to go out and do anything, then they gave us opportunities to be able to earn it. So by doing extra chores, by stepping up, um, they told us to like, taught us to go hustle and like, go make the money. Okay. So that's always been like deep ingrained in me. So if I want to do something that I know that I have the ability to make money. And in the same way, one thing that especially my dad always did was he encouraged me to talk to people. Okay. And so he encouraged me and taught me how to look people in the eye, how to smile, how to ask them questions, to have a really firm handshake. And so being able to have that from elementary school where I can walk up to an adult and say hi to them, like that was huge for me. And yes, it fluctuated. I've told y'all before that like I I wasn't always confident. In fact, for majority of middle school and high school, I was very unconfident. Um, I was very shy, very scared. I didn't want people to look at me. People questioned me. My face turned red and I would not have, like, I'm not the person that I am today through like growing up. So anyways, when I was 19, my mom posted on Facebook saying my daughter is looking for a summer job. She babysits, she's a photographer. And, uh, if you have any work, let her know. And at this time, I still thought that I was either going to be a youth pastor or a photographer. I just switched my major from Christian studies. I went to university of Mary Harden Baylor. It is not Baylor university. I like to call it baby Baylor. Um, and I originally was majored in Christian studies. And it was not even halfway through my freshman semester. And I was like, what am I going to do with a Christian studies degree? Because I realized it wasn't teaching any leadership skills. It was just teaching about the Bible, which was awesome being able to learn about the history and how to actually study the Bible as a tool that it is. But I realized it wasn't helpful for me in the long term. So at that point, I transferred it to be a, a PR communications major with a marketing minor. So my mom posts on Facebook at this time, I am working at my home call, my home church in their youth ministry. And I get a couple of people who respond, but one of them who I actually ended up getting on the phone with, he commented and he knew my mom and he said, I just started a company and I'm looking for somebody to run my social media and blogging. And I was like, okay, cool. So I get on the phone with him. His name is Brian. And I literally, I think the call was at like 8 a.m., 9 a.m. or something. And I remember I rolled out of bed and walked downstairs like five minutes before the phone call. And I'm on the phone with Brian and Brian's this guy with a ton of energy. Like y'all think that I have a ton of energy. Like this man is on, he's just on it. Okay. And so it was awesome. Get on the phone with Brian. He's telling me a little bit about this company and this company is working with veterans And my, no one in my family is a veteran. I know very little about veterans and veteran compensation and just the world that he had a business in, but he asked me if I would do his social media marketing and his blogging. And I said, I have no idea how to do it, but I'll learn. And he said, cool, you're hired. Let's talk next week and give me a plan and proposal for what you're going to do with our social media accounts. I haven't even set them up yet. And he like got off the phone and I looked at my mom and I said, what the heck did I just do? Because I literally had no experience with this y'all, but I figured it out. So I started Googling, I started YouTubing, I signed up for people's webinars. I stalked other people's social media. 
And I was like, you know what? I don't know how to run a brand social media, but I know what I like to see on social media. And so that's just what I started. And I did a ton of research on veterans. I did a ton of research on blogs and the way that Brian had pitched it to me is he was like, I've already written these blogs. I've already filmed these videos. Just use this and create social media content. And so it's literally what I did because I knew nothing about the industry. I knew nothing about the space, but I knew that he had already started it. Okay. So fast forward about a year and a half later, the company did very, very well. Um, it is an amazing company. They're doing some amazing work for veterans and about a year and a half into working with him, the company had already hit, uh, seven figures and he calls me and he says, Mary, you need to start your own social media agency. And if you're following along here at this point, I am halfway through my junior year of college. And he calls me and he tells me this and I'm like, you are smoking crack. Like, what do you mean? I don't even know if I was 21 at that point. All right. Um, and he's like, no, I'm serious. Like you're really, really good at what you do. Like you've helped us to do some amazing things. Like it's time for you to start your own social media agency. I'll help you get clients. And I literally thought this man was insane. I thought he was crazy, but my brain went to what's the worst thing that could happen if I said yes to this. And I was like, all right, the worst thing that could happen is I fail and I have to go get what I call a quote unquote real job, which is just a nine to five. And I'm like, okay, if I fail, I'll just go get a nine to five. And I'm like, cool, I can do that. So I started a social media agency. I got my, first I got a DBA and then I got an LLC and he did, he helped me get my first five clients. And those first five clients were huge clients for me. And I, it was amazing being able to start with the guys that I did. And I absolutely love the clients and just people who I got to start with because I was able to grow with them. All right. And so it was amazing me figuring out like, how do you run an agency? I did the same thing. I Googled every single thing that I could. And I got around as many people as I knew who had successful businesses. And at this time, because right a month after I turned 21, I was attending these first steps to success conferences. And so first steps to success was led at the time by Danny Johnson. She's an amazing woman and coach and leader. And she taught me everything that I know about business. All right. And so, especially in those first two years, I was just eating up every single thing that she says, and then I was applying it. So that's when I paid off $34,000 in about 18 months and became completely debt-free. That's when I started the business. And that is when I like just absolutely skyrocketed. And it was so funny because around this time from everybody looking in, they were like, oh my gosh, you're doing so good. And it was amazing. And I was getting complimented. But at that time, the voices in my head, I call them the gremlins, things that I was thinking is I'm like, I am doing horribly. Like I am struggling. I am screwing this up. I like, didn't know what I was doing half the time. I'm like, you know, these guys would ask me like, Hey, send me a proposal. Like I want to do this, this, and this. And I would literally just guess on the pricing of it for what I needed to do because I had nobody around me that could help me with the pricing. I had nobody around me who could tell me like, Hey, is this fair for what I'm charging and what I'm doing? I didn't know how to hire anybody else. I hired badly and I figured it out along the way. All right. But I grew with all of these clients. I pitched new clients. I got new clients and it was amazing seeing what we were able to do and seeing the return on investment for these guys. 
All right. So I learned that, which I was taught at first steps of success and then applying it in these accounts is we buy from people. So you buy a product or service and money comes from people. So if you can look at the heart of somebody else, if you can focus on the person, then you truly will be unusually successful. Okay. And so I focused on the person. I focused on caring more about the person. I focused on sharing the story and helping other people more than specifically the analytics. Yes, the analytics are important, but I wanted to share stories and it worked. And I was like, oh shoot. Okay. So this is working. So like, let's try and do more of it. All right, let's increase it. And everything that I did, I would test a lot and then I would increase it and it would work and it would get better. And there were a lot of times where it didn't work as well, but focusing on what did work, we were able to grow these companies into eight figure clients. Okay. So at that point, um, this is like 2019. Um, I had had five, seven figure clients and it was awesome because I was still in this point of like, I am still figuring it out to the max, but it was amazing being able to see what we were able to do with these clients and how we were able to build them up. Because like I said, that first client who encouraged me to start the social media agency, he was an eight figure client. And so he was making a ton of money, doing a ton of good in what they were able to do. Okay. So I graduated college December 13th of 2019. And at that point, everybody was like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And I remember particularly um, one of my best friends at the time, her saying, well, when are you going to quit this little hobby and get a real job? And I was like, wow, wow. It was like a month or two before graduation. And my plan was just to leave when I left college was to be able to run my business full time because it's pretty much what I was doing, but it was a goal of mine to finish client or to finish college. And that's the only reason why I didn't drop out. And it was heartbreaking hearing from one of my best friends asking when I was going to quit this little hobby and actually get a real job, because to me, it was a real job. I was making good money every month. Um, I think at that point, my business was bringing in between six to $8,000 every month. And so I was doing full-time social media um, agency work. And so it was basically a done for you offer. So I graduate college. Um, You all know what happened at the beginning of 2020. Um, I had started a course, which I still have. It's called Social Media by Design. And what I did on Social Media by Design is I had this goal in January of 2020 is I wanted some sort of course. So I wanted a course and I was going to do coaching with it to help other people who weren't ready for full-time social media done for you management. And so what social media by design is, is I took my agency knowledge. I took, Hey, how do you create content? How do you put this all together? And I put it into a course. And so I sold it as that. And when I first launched it, I launched it as a promo where if you donated to my favorite organization, which is King's Ransom Foundation, and you gave people water for life, then I would give you the course for free. And I just asked, whatever you feel like this is worth, whatever you can do, um, go ahead and donate. And then you can jump into social media by design. And I did that so I could get feedback and testimonials from people. And then when I officially launched the course or when I relaunched it, I did it for $300. And in that I did two one-on-one coaching sessions as well. And this was around May of 2020. And I got on the phone with a coach 
And I started talking to this coach in this coaching program about what I was doing. So they're asking me like, Hey, what are you doing? What are you wanting to do? Um, really, what does this look like for you? And I told them, and they asked me what my goal was. And I was like, my goal is to make a million dollars because I want to be able to give, you know, this much to free girls from the sex trade. And I want to be able to give this much clean people, clean water for life. And I want to be able to have my team make like buttloads of money. And so anyways, on the call, on that sales call to join his program, he did the math with me. And that was one of the most valuable things that I've ever been given is him sitting there and doing the math with me. And for me to see how many calls I would have to do charging $300 for one-on-one coaching to be able to hit a million dollars. And it was crazy. It was insane. I don't exactly remember what the number was, but it was more hours than I was willing to work in order to help people. And when I launched the one-on-one coaching for $300, I got two people in on it. And it was heartbreaking again, because I was selling high ticket coaching for these clients. So these clients that I'd already had in the agency, like I said, they made seven and eight figures working together. I'd helped sell out live events. I had helped people sell out their programs and their launches. And I was like, all right, well, two is better than zero. So I can go with that. I'm not completely defeated. Although I believe at that time, my goal was like to sell 30 um, coaching packages. So anyways, um, I had that call with the um, salesperson for this coaching program and I ended up joining the coaching program. Okay, so I joined this coaching program and they taught me how to um, launch market and sell high ticket coaching. All right. And in that period is when I failed and I got told no 1600 times. So I'm in this coaching program. They're telling me what to do. And they're telling me like, Hey, this is what you need to do. You need to do high ticket coaching. And I could not close anyone. And what makes it even worse is I couldn't get people on a sales call. So I think out of like the 1600 people who I talked to, I got seven, maybe on a sales call and zero closed. And so I was in this point where I'm like, what the heck am I doing wrong? Like for six months, almost every single day I cried because I wanted it so badly, yet it wasn't happening. It wasn't being set in front of me. I wasn't seeing it. And so I was like, what on earth do I do? So the coaching program finished and on the offboarding call with my like one-on-one client success person, she asked me a question. And it's the question that changed everything for me. She said, do you enjoy what you're doing? Do you enjoy this? And I said, no, I hate it. I hate reaching out to people. I hate sales calls. I hate posting on social media for myself. I hate trying to grow my social media. I hate all of it. And she said, the people who are very successful in this program genuinely enjoy what they're doing and the people who they're talking to. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, thank you for letting me know. And so the program ended and I took a month off from trying to launch anything and trying to do anything. But during that time, I knew that I wasn't quitting. Like I knew that coaching was what I wanted to do because I knew that I believe that you have a dream that deserves to be shared with the world. I believe that that's why I am on social media. I believe that that is why I coach social media is because your dream deserves you shared with the world. And there's not enough people teaching you how to do that. 
And so I was like, this isn't a quit. This is just a pause so that I could reset. So I reset and I hosted my first webinar and I contracted $19,000 from that first webinar. And I was like, holy crap. And it was because I made that decision in my mind that I was going to do it, but I was going to do it my way. So I marketed it my way. I did it really fun. I did fun dancing videos and I jumped on my trampoline and I reached out to people genuinely and I talked to them about what they truly needed in order to help them to succeed. And what I realized after going through that and getting told no 1600 times is that I was so focused on the other or on myself. I was so focused on, I had a goal to reach out to 50 to hundred people every single day and make a connection with them is that they could feel through the screen that I wanted nothing more than to make a buck. And I did. And they were completely correct with that is I was so desperate to make money from coaching. I was so desperate to prove that I could do it too, because I saw all the people who it did work for that. I had this desperate energy around it. And that's why they didn't is because I didn't truly care about anybody else. I truly cared about myself. And so when I took that month off, I got to have a little reset with myself and I got to figure out that actually it's not about me. It never has been about me, but I know how to do this. And I know these tools and these strategies in order for me to help other people. And I got to the place where I was like, even if I get told no 1600 more times, I'm okay with it because I'm going to show up genuinely for the other person. I'm going to show up. And if somebody asks me and they're like, Hey, I actually don't need help with this, but I need help with a website. Do you know anybody? Then I'm not going to try and convince them on the phone that actually they need social media help before they need a website. I'm going to make sure that a website is something that they actually need. I'm going to ask a few qualifying questions on what they're looking for. I'm going to give my advice and then I'm going to connect them to an incredible website builder that I do know. Okay. And so being able to have that attitude where it's like, I don't care if you work with me in the long run. Of course, I would love to work with you. Of course, it would be my honor to be able to connect with you and work with you. And that like, we would have the best time. But at the end of the day, it is not my goal to sell every single person who I talk to or to close them. My goal is for you to get the help that you truly need and for me to be a connector and a vessel for you to get that. Because I know that those things come back to me tenfold. I absolutely do. And I don't do it for in the hopes that it's going to come back to me, but because I know that's how the law of reaping and sowing works. So anyways, um, I, that's when I launched, I had the $19,000 launch. Um, a couple months later, I was at another training and I had a friend who was talking to another friend and Summer said to my friend, Juanita, she said, do you realize that fear is direct disobedience to God? And it was in that moment that I was like, holy cow. I literally fell on the ground when she said this. And she said, I don't know how it could be more clear. The Bible literally says, do not fear. And all of a sudden in my brain, it started running through everything that I hadn't done because I was fearful. All of the prospects that I hadn't reached out to, all of the deals that I hadn't followed up on, all of the ways that I hadn't spoken my true voice online because I was fearful of the what ifs that most likely wouldn't have even happened. Okay. And Summer looks at me and she goes, "Uh, are you okay? And I said, no, not at all. And the reason why I wasn't okay was because I knew that I had to like step into the boldness and the freedom that's in store for me. 
And the craziest part is I have the word bold tattooed on my wrist. So I literally have this reminder to myself every single day to walk in the boldness that I was created for, yet I wasn't. So I left that conversation and I closed $30,000 in two weeks cash. And it was insane. So sorry, I collected $29,892. So just shy of $30,000 in two weeks. And it was freaking insane, like absolute insanity that I had a $30,000 cash month. Okay. And there's some more after that. And I'll probably do a podcast episode. So you'll have to let me know if you want to hear it about, um, the wins and the mistakes that I had after that $30,000 month. But I went on and I had a couple other launches as well. Um, this past year I had a $12,000 launch. I had an $18,000 launch. Um, and it was awesome. But anyways, I, uh, a couple months after that, after the $30,000, two weeks, I went and I quit that first company that I worked with. Okay. So I quit working for them, um, in 2021 and it was heartbreaking and it was so hard because I felt like I was like walking away from my child. Like this company was one that I felt like I had helped build because I built the marketing side of things. And I loved this company company deeply. I loved what we were able to do, but it wasn't the right fit anymore because I truly felt like I was supposed to be coaching women on being able to share their dream online. And in that, it was a primarily male-dominated company in a male-dominated industry. And even though I loved what we were able to do, it didn't fall in line with my greater mission and purpose. So I quit. Um, and I dove straight into personal development. I actually got asked this question yesterday of like, how did you go from leaving this company to being full-time on your own? Because that's what it felt is I knew that I always had this income coming in from this company, but by branching out and being full-time entrepreneur, full-time on my own, I didn't have this safety net that I had every single month. All right. And I think at that time, the, I was getting paid around 7,500 a month from that company. So I always knew that I had that safety net of 7,500 every single month. So anyways, I left the company and I am now doing full-time coaching. So I'll share more about the details later, but in the biggest mistakes that I've made, I would say that I have self-sabotaged more than I would like to admit where I will have taken too long to send a contract after a call. I wouldn't have followed up with prospects in a timely manner because I was scared that they were going to think that I was too forceful or too pushy. And I would say the biggest one is not caring more about the other person than I cared about myself. Okay. I cared so much about myself that I was really repelling everybody else that could possibly work with me because of that. All right. So I, Hope that there is some aspect of my story that is able to speak to you. If that the bare minimum, it's the fact that like, even if you get told no once, even if you get told no 12 times, then you can still like show up for your dream and continue to fight for it because your dream is worth it. Your dream and what you have in store for yourself is so worth what you're doing right now. Okay. So I hope that you will show up for yourself. I hope that 
you will look at it and be willing to be told no a thousand, two thousand times in order for you to get it right. Okay. So like I said, at the beginning, if you're listening to this, please send me a message on either Instagram or Facebook. I am Mary Diacetus on both and would love to be able to hear from you connect and just hear a little bit about what you've been going on. And, um, you know, like, what are you walking through right now? So at the same time, if there is any aspect of this that you want to hear more of, if you want to hear more about, you know, going through those six months of being told no, being told no 1600 times, if you want to hear more about my $30,000 collected, um, if you want to hear more about like leaving that company, then I would love to be able to share it with you. And I would love to elaborate on that story, but just let me know. And uh, I hope you have a great day. I hope that you continue to show up for yourself and your dreams and to share. Oh, well, Siri was excited about what we're doing and uh, keep showing up, keep pursuing what it is that you are doing because it's worth it. You wouldn't have been given this dream at this time if you weren't ready for it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of dreamers and action takers. I'm honored that you are here, but before you go, I would love to give you a free gift. Would you take five minutes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review below so that we can get this podcast and information in the hands of more people. I have a dream of working with a hundred million women and helping them to share their dream with the world. And I know that I can't do it without you. So once you rate and leave a review, if you would send a screenshot of that to the email podcast at thedreamers.co, and I'll send you a free gift. It's basically a broken down sales cycle of how to talk about your product or service online and customize it to yourself to get clients in the door. So I'm honored that you joined me today. I cannot wait to see you for the next episode. And I hope you have the most incredible day. I'll talk to you soon. We'll be right back.